Today, I'm going to give the last sermon in my summer sermon series entitled, Constructing a New Faith-Filled You. I've been using the analogy of building a structure, any structure that houses someone, a tall skyscraper or a home. And I've done that to show how we can build or rebuild our lives in faith. We are now at the stage where the the structure will actually be completed. And I'm going to talk about five things that we need to include in our faith-filled structure. First, in building any structure, we must start with the foundation. As you heard, the Apostle Paul addresses the importance of a foundation and life of faith in the scriptural reading that he just read. He says, According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building on it. Each builder must choose with care how to build on it. For no one can lay a foundation other than the one that has been laid, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. Paul goes on to discuss what that building will be when we construct our lives of faith. Do you not know that you you are God's temple and that God's spirit resides in you? If anyone destroys the temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. The foundation is the most important part of a structure because it determines its size, shape, and strength. If there is no solid foundation, then eventually the structure will collapse. Well, the same is true with the foundation for our lives. A person's life may seem successful for a time, but if it is not founded on Jesus Christ, it is in danger of eventually collapsing and disappearing. Therefore, the question for all of us is, what is the foundation for our lives? What is the basis upon which we structure our lives and live those lives? Paul makes it clear that all we do or say should be based on the foundation of Jesus Christ. More specifically, every aspect of our lives should be based upon the life, the ministry, and the teachings of Jesus. Second, the things to be built in our spiritual life next follow with walls. Now, we have to be very careful about building walls. The primary purpose of a wall is to protect that which lives within. Our spiritual walls can protect us from falling away from the life that God would have us live. For example, Jesus tells us that the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now the walls of the structure of our spirit-filled lives will help protect us from violating those commandments and many more. But again, we need to be careful about building walls in our lives. Because walls can also be divisive. 
they can not only separate us from each other, but they can also separate us from God. They can bring about hostility and violence. All one needs to do is look at American society today. Walls seem to be going up everywhere. It seems walls are higher than they have ever been before between people for and against various political causes and issues, between people of different ethnic backgrounds, and between the impoverished, the homeless, and the rest of society. We, as Christians, are called not to build such walls, but to tear them down. As Paul writes in Ephesians 2, 13-14, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. Question, are we actively bringing peace, tearing down walls that cause dissension and anger? Third, another component of the structure of our lives of faith is the roof. A roof can give us protection from the storms and the heat, heat of life. However, just as with walls, we need to be careful about how we use our roofs. One of the most well-known biblical stories about a roof appears at Mark 2, verses 1 through 5. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many people gathered around that there was no longer room for them, not even in front of the door. And he was speaking the word to them. Then some people came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. And when they could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, and they removed the roof above him. And after having dug through it, they let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. The roof in this story describes a limitation that has been placed on people of faith because of how difficult it was to get the paralyzed man to Jesus. We today describe such limitations in words like the roof's the limit or a glass ceiling. However, the friends of the paralyzed man busted a hole right through that roof They removed the limitation on the experience of the faith, the hope, and the love of Jesus. Our roofs on our spirit-filled lives should never be used as a limitation. Our structure of faith should always be open to aiding those who are in need or those seeking to have a meaningful life in Jesus Christ. Question. So are our roofs limiting, like was described, or do we even have a roof on our spiritual life? Fourth, any structure needs windows 
so that its occupants can see outside. But there is something else that is important about a window, and that is through it one can see what is inside. As Jesus says in Matthew 6:22 through 23 from the message version of the Bible, your eyes are like windows into your bodies. If you open your eyes in wonder and belief, your body fills with light. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and in distrust, your body is a dank cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. Now, the outside of our faith-filled life is finally taking shape. It is indeed a beautiful structure. Its size and dimensions are perfect. Those that see it are full of praise and admiration. The question is, what would someone see if they looked into the window or a window of our faith-filled life? Would they see hypocrisy? Would they see darkness, despair, loneliness, selfishness, and a lack of love and peace? Or would they see the light and the love of Jesus Christ, welcoming them to come in and experience that light and love for themselves? Question. What is seen through our windows? Fifth and finally, every structure needs a door so that we can exit it and return to it. But the door to our structure can be far more than a way to get in and a way to get out. It can be a door of opportunity. Every day we walk through that door, we have an opportunity to live the life our faith-filled structure represents. One of love, humility, compassion, passion for justice, and the opportunity to live in the presence of God in all that we do. The door to our faith structure is indeed one of great opportunity to let others see and receive the gifts that God has given us to use in God's service. God gave us those gifts not to use selfishly, but to help others in any way we can. We are, to use, we are called to let others see the power and the beauty of a life-filled faith, a faith-filled life, not just for our family and our friends, but for everyone that comes into our life. That is what our door of opportunity gives to us. Hopefully, we are using or soon will use that opportunity. Well, I want you all to know that a miracle has just happened. When have you ever heard of a construction project being finished on time today and with no cost overruns. The construction of our faith structures has involved the realization and understanding that each one of us has been invited by Jesus to follow him, to become one of his disciples. We learned that in order to do that task, we need to construct or reconstruct a life full of God. We learned that to begin, we needed plans for that construction. And we found those plans in the life, ministry, and teachings of Jesus. We also put together a wonderful construction crew to build our own faith-filled lives and to help us build the faith-filled lives of others. 
we discovered that construction crew is right here, right here in the community of the neighborhood church. We built our faith-filled structure and are ready to live that faith within our own lives and demonstrating to others what a faith-filled life looks like. But there's something else that resides in our faith-filled structure. That something else is the Spirit of God. We have come to discover that while we were constructing a faith-filled structure for ourselves, we were also building a place where the Spirit of God resides. As stated by Haggai, Roberta read part of it, and Haggai was a prophet who was complaining that the temple had not been rebuilt in Jerusalem. So he says, Go up into the hills and bring wood and build the house so that I may take pleasure in it. Be honored, says the Lord. And recall the words of Paul. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Yes, well, we are building or rebuilding our own faithful lives. At the same time, we are building a place where the Spirit of God resides. God is within us as well as all around us. God just isn't on the surface. God is in our hearts and deep within our souls. The best way to describe that structure is to repeat one of my favorite quotes that you heard at the beginning of this sermon series. It describes someone else who constructed a faith-filled life. The words of Marcus Borg, and I'm going to say it slowly because it is so very important. Jesus is, for us Christians, the decisive revelation of what a life full of God looks like. Radically centered on God and filled with God's Spirit. He is the decisive disclosure and epiphany or a revelation of what can be seen of God embodied in a human life as the Word and wisdom and Spirit of God become flesh. His life incarnates the character of God, indeed, the passion of God. In Him we see God's passion. It is my hope that we all can construct or reconstruct a faith-filled life like that of Jesus Christ. Amen.